What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. What's up, everybody? Phil Rogacki here with the Two Tree Guy Podcast in Asheville, North Carolina at Arborfest. Whoop, whoop. Uh, This episode that we're going to be giving you today is going to be... a little bit different because I'm not going to be in it and I'm going to be passing it off to the, the man, Blair Williams, vice president of uh, uh, Edelrid North America. Did I say it right? Edelrid. Oh, shit. Um, Edelrid. Edelrid. I messed Elderid. up. My bad, man. My bad. Yep. I really screwed that up in the beginning. But guys, listen, if this is the first time you guys are listening to this podcast, uh, we have a fee for the show and that fee is to share it. Uh, if you guys get something out of this, uh, if you learned something, if you laughed, if you liked it, we just ask you to share it, put it on your social media, tag someone with it so somebody else can get something out of it. But uh, Blair's going to be bringing something really cool, a uh, partnership uh, with their company and VSG and Tree Stuff and Cheryl uh, that they're bringing out. And I'm going to pass it off to you, Blair, to take it from here. And uh, awesome. it's all yours, my friend. Awesome. Thank you so much, Phil. Uh, thank you for all you guys do with Two Tree Guys podcast. Um, love all the work that you do and uh, awareness that you bring to the industry. So uh, it's a real privilege to be on here today. I've got um, Trip Wyckoff and Nick Bonner and Josiah Georgeson. Um, I will let each one of them kind of introduce themselves quickly to you, the listeners. Trip. Hey guys, I'm Trip Wyckoff. I'm the CEO of Vertical Supply Group. Good morning. I'm Nick Bonner, general manager of TreeStuff.com. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks, Blair. It's actually afternoon. And I'm uh, Josiah Georgeson. I'm a works Try to be funny. Not in California. Edelred, North America. Javilla just trained me to say good morning. Right on. And Josiah is also the curator of Strider Trees. If you haven't checked that out, be sure to check it out. So we've got um, some pretty powerful people in the in the industry right now uh, on the podcast. So I'm super excited. Uh, we are launching um, a very critical campaign called the Climb Green campaign. That's what we wanted to talk about today. Yep. Um, So the Climb Green campaign uh, is something that Edelrid has decided to take the lead on. And I I am the vice president of Edelrid North America, but I really can't take any credit for the Climb Green campaign myself other than getting behind it and supporting it. And that's really what we want listeners to get out of today's podcast is to also make a decision to get behind and to support the Climb Green campaign. So let's talk a little bit about what that is. So from the Edelrid lens, what that means is is Climb Green. So obviously our corporate uh, colors, if you know the brand, um, you either love the green or you hate it, but green is our color. And we also, when we say Climb Green, we're talking about sustainability. And sustainability is a word that means a lot of different things, but For Edelrid as a manufacturer, what that means is we recognize that the folks that buy our products, they're spending money with us, they talk about our products, they have influence. So we we are generating profits and influence from the products that we sell to the listeners, right? To To the Cheryl trees, to the tree stuff, to the Universal Field Supplies, Bishop Company, all the great dealers out there that are choosing to purchase our products and selling them um, are having a great influence for the brand and we're generating profits. So the big difference today, I mean, honestly, when I look at all the brands out there, 
DMM has the sexiest carabiners. Notch has amazing products. Petzl has great harnesses, great ropes. Like every brand today is making cutting edge, top notch, best in class products. I mean, they're just beautiful. So what's the difference then for the user, right? We can all argue about who makes the best harness, who makes the best rope. We're never going to agree. But what we can agree on is what brands are doing with the money that the consumers are spending with them. So we, we often, when we talk to our customers, we remind people, whether it's a, um, like at Cheryl Tree, where we work with jo Joaquin and your purchasing team trip. Um, and when we talk to consumers, reminding them that they are the most powerful people in the industry because we vote with our dollar. And so when you think about Climb Green, I want you to think about the fact that you do vote with your dollar. Every time you buy something, you're supporting a brand that made that product. And so that brings us back to Edelred. And as a brand, as a manufacturer, what we do with the profits that we earn from the listeners. And I want you to go to the Edelred website, just Google sustainability, Edelred, and you'll come up with some cool links and you can just geek out on our website, reading about all of the amazing things that Edelred is doing with the profits that we earn from the, the influence that you guys help us with. And you guys are fully aware of that. You know about our recycled ropes, our recycled products, our PFC free dry treated ropes. Um, we're reusing yarns and upcycling them after melting them down into plastics that we can use for non-PPE products. Um, lots of really cool things that we're doing. Water reduction. Yep, yep. Water reduction. Our, our entire dynamic rope supply chain is Blue Sign certified. Uh, which Blue Sign is just an environmental stamp that says that the supply chain is as eco-friendly as possible. So it is about reducing water, reducing CO2, reducing energy usage, reducing uh, chemical usage. Um, so from a manufacturer standpoint, that's what it means to us. It's also a lot about our employees, right? So you think about um, corporate social responsibility, um, in environmental social governance, all those types of uh, acronyms that we hear, it's not only about the environment, that's very important, but also our employees are being exposed to certain chemicals and processes, and we wanna make sure that we protect them as well. Um, so we're real excited to be here. Uh, the reason I have Tripp and Nick and Josiah um, here is because uh, they represent organizations that are also behind the Climb Green initiative. And so I wanna give you guys a chance to talk a little bit about what that means to you, why you're excited to partner with Edelred, um, and maybe share some of the things that you guys are doing also to make sure that this planet lasts a little bit longer. I, I think you should just keep going. I mean, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I think one thing about Edelred too is that this isn't, you're doing a good job of verbalizing right now, but this is, always, this is in the fiber of the brand and always has been from the very beginning. So this is, you didn't say it, but it's not something new for your brand. It's just, right. you're talking yep. about it more. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, this exactly, wasn't yeah. this wasn't developed as part of a marketing program. This right. is a yeah a messaging program that's been applied to what they've been doing all along. Mm -hmm. Before it was cool. Before it was yeah. cool. And yeah. in spite of, in spite of it being not cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, I think for us at VSG, we a few years ago uh, made a point to be carbon neutral, and we have offset all of our carbon that we generate in North America. And then with some of our other brands, our Sherling Rope brand, we are uh, climate neutral certified. And that we went all the way up to more like you guys have done at Edelred with the uh, to the supply side. So it's been important to us, uh, the 
we've had mixed feelings from the market, but it's the right thing to do. And uh, we love that there's other suppliers that are making it a priority, frankly, even more so than we are. And we welcome and embrace uh, any brand, uh, yourself or beyond, that is uh, gonna get on board with this. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely a requirement for our futures. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love Tripp and I were talking earlier and you said something that's going to stick with me, I think, for a long time. And that's uh -oh. when you when you th when you think about making investments, when you lead a company, whether it's a small tree company, a large company like the company you lead, um, when you make those decisions to reinvest, whether it's carbon offsets, it's um, having a bicycling program at work, encouraging people to bike, just anything that we can do corporately to help reduce our impact. Um, you do get pushback. You don't always have, not everybody's always psyched about that. There's always haters. People question why you're doing it. They see you out, you know, doing other things that maybe aren't having the best impact. And so it is, I think for me, that, that really just reminds me that we're not doing this to make money. There's not a column that says, if we do this, we're going to increase sales. Um, Nick, oh, what you the, said is absolutely right. The uh, financial right. ROI is abysmal. Right, it is. Terrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, yeah. <laughs> You, it is. It, it costs money to do these things. Well, especially and, as first adopters. I mean, it's always going to be a challenge early on when you're the first one making these sort of changes, you know. And, and which is why we're glad that you guys at VSG are making these steps, just for that reason alone. Yeah. I think a, a really important thing is, you know, I recycle at home, and I think a lot of people do. Uh, I consider myself environmentally conscious, but what a lot of people don't think about is the impact that a factory has, right? Uh, whether or not you think that environmental responsibility is important to the overall environment, you know, there's a local effect. The places around factories are impacted by those factories being there. And, you know, whether or not I rinse out my yogurt and put it in the recyclables is kind of minimal when you think about the impact that factories have. It is so wasteful to make things. There's so many chemicals, so much water used, and it all goes somewhere. There's grease and oil from machines and all these things that as consumers, we don't see, we just get a product. And we also, you know, we think, oh, I bought an environmentally conscious product, but we don't think about the impact that buying things twice has, right? Mm -hmm. Or replacing items. And, you know, that's what I love about the Edelwood mission is that in certain ways, you guys have made your products last longer. So yep. people buy less of them uh, yeah. because to make a second carabiner, you have to anodize it again. Anodizing is really bad for the environment, mm -hmm. right? Um, and by using steel inserts, like on the bulletproof line and, and similar things, you guys are making the equipment last longer. So throw the environment stuff aside. It's a better value for the customer if things don't have to be replaced as often. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. Totally trying to find that built to last category. And a lot of brands are doing that, you know, and it's important for consumers to hear that and to be aware of that. Because sometimes we do just look at the cheapest option and that extra $30, that product could have lasted twice as long. That's right. You know, it, it is a, it's definitely a way to be sustainable, you know, as a consumer to think about that. You know, we're, we're all in on it at Tree Stuff. You know, we're excited. We're going to launch a climb green category uh, and really feature the products from Edelrid and from other manufacturers who are making a commitment to these environmental processes. And we're working with Josiah on a framework uh, to really make this something where our store can provide a benefit to other retailers and manufacturers to Edelrid for putting this effort in by exposing these products and giving people a chance to buy them. Uh, I, I'm i very thankful to Edelrid for leading the way and kind of blazing this trail. I'm excited about that initiative in particular because 
in my observation, just coming right out of the industry, it's not something people even really think about in this context all that often. It's like, I think about my safety. I think about whether or not this product is going to work for, for function and how much it's going to cost me. Um, and it's not that common to even consider, well, is this really a sustainable product or not? But the money is there and the price difference isn't that significant. And if they were aware that, hey, this product versus that one actually makes a difference, this one's going to be you know, a, a more ethical choice, then I, I suspect that that will be a deciding factor now that the awareness is starting to get out. And you guys at TreeStep do such a great job with your marketing that I'm really excited that you're willing to, to take that step. I, yeah. I liken it to uh, jump ball and basketball. If it's a tie, that's it, gonna win you the jump ball. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. It's a differentiator that's really a positive impact. Yeah, and I mean, Adelrid invented the Kernmantle rope. They've been in the climbing game as long as anyone, but they are a relatively new entry to the industrial market. So there are people that may not even know Adelrid products. They may not know the ergonomics, the research and investment that goes into making really fine things, you know, the nice finishing that you see on all the products. And, uh, you know, maybe they buy this for the environmental reason and then they get it and they're like, wow, this is way more premium than I expected. Uh, mm-hmm. And that helps them build a relationship with Edelrid, which ultimately just benefits the environment more. It does, yeah. I mean, obviously, the more the more we grow as a brand, the more sales that we have of environmental products, the more that we can invest into those supply chains, costs come down. Um, I think a big part of this, too, that I'm really excited about is is that it's not just about Edelrid. It's, it's about... It's about starting to create dialogue and a narrative in, in the arboricultural industry where people are starting to think about that. Because Josiah, you're right. I, I, I don't hear a lot of people thinking about those types of discussions that we're having. Having said that, when I do talk to arborists, they're inspecting their PPE. They're trying to make their gear last as long as possible. They're mulching. Uh, it's, it's getting harder and harder to find an arborist that will just cut a tree down. More and more arborists are thinking about plant healthcare, preservation, um, preservation. So I think that the timing could not be more perfect for us to have just a a couple of words, climb green, that we can start to put some fuel and some fire behind. Um, And I think with with Tree Stuff's Reach, um, Cheryl Tree, Bishop, all the other great companies out there, we can all really start to get this narrative out and have have a big impact on the industry. Yep, yeah, and you know, to go on to your back to your original question a little bit, just you know, what does climb green uh, mean to each of us? For me, I'm an arborist, comes from California, and I'm I'm from the eastern side of California, which isn't quite as stereotypical. But one of the things that we are struck with every year are these fires, wild wildfires, and that ongoing, that continually ongoing process is a result of bad stewardship of the past, and it's one of those kind of annual reminders of hey we didn't steward our our forests well when we first arrived and then another generation later we still didn't get on board and now you know three generations of trees later we're trying to we're beginning to try to correct some of those wrongs and it is a much harder problem down the line and i suspect that when it comes to green technologies and sustainable manufacturing the earlier we can start pushing things that direction the less kind of down the line consequences that are really hard to foresee that we'll have to deal with. Right. Because getting your rope made in a non-sustainable way, it's way more damaging to the environment than not washing out your yogurt cups. Right. To kind of go back (laughs) to that analogy, my wife always yells at me for not washing them out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting when we, 
So when we converted in 2009, Edelred converted their entire supply chain on the dynamic side to blue sign. That's that that environmental certification. Um, and it's not a it's not a pay to play you know certification. You pay money, you get a sticker. It's a pain in the ass because every three years our entire supply chain has to be audited. I think there's around 27 points in our supply chain. But after we converted that supply chain, so every point met a certain environmental standard, we looked back and measured just one of the metrics is whenever, I mean, look at all the climbing ropes today, they're beautiful colors, right? Um, well, those colors, those dyes come from somewhere. And then you also have to wash those dyes out of the rope. So when you buy them, the first time they get wet, they don't just start running like crazy. Where does that runoff go? Um, yeah, where does that runoff go? How does that water get generated? So when we looked back and compared our metrics to pre-blue sign versus post-blue sign, we had reduced our water usage by 89%. These are estimates. Had reduced our, our CO2 emissions by 63%, our chemical and our energy usage by 62%. And when you think about a the the put that into kind of consumers terms, every 70 meter of a blue sign certified rope from Edelred, and some of our arborist ropes are blue sign certified. If you look at the end termination, it'll have the blue sign logo. Every 70 meters use, uses roughly 9.24 gallons less water than a rope that was made in traditional manufacturing methods. So you think about 9.24, nine gallons of water, that's a lot of water. So that's just the difference that a consumer can make purchasing 70 meters of rope versus a traditionally made if rope. If that's the savings, what's the total? The total for? For the 70 meters of rope, what's the amount that still is used? Do you know? Oh, in the water. That's a great question. No, no, okay. I don't know. Yep, yep. It's not 200. It's no. surprisingly little, <laughs> Yeah, actually. right, yeah. Yeah, it's no. 9.24 gallons Percentage less. Percentage-wise, that was just one. Well, it's 89% less water, so I guess we could deduce oh, okay. from there. there yep. It's like a yeah, so so just a couple of gallons. 11 gallons, yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. of gallons, yep. Okay. Yep, significantly reduced it. Good. Um, yeah. Good. Well, I, Blair, I couldn't be more excited to lead this charge with you. You know, I want to thank Trip for guiding our organization in a way where we're able to embrace these things, you know, where we're not just staring at pencil on paper. Um, the environment is the only one that we have, and it's up to companies to lead the way and reduce their massive footprint, right, which is so much bigger than any person's. Yeah. Uh, and we're proud to partner with you. And we're proud to see you lead the other brands in this industry towards this way. When you're looking on tree stuff and you're seeing climb green and maybe you're not seeing your favorite product in there, maybe ask yourself why. Uh, maybe reach out to that vendor and say, hey, you know, why is your item not in the climb green section? And maybe it maybe it qualifies and we just need to get it added. Mm -hmm. But uh, maybe you can help compel them as a customer to follow in the footsteps of Edelrid and, you know, start to make a difference. Yeah. Keep it up, man. Yeah, so we're that's all what we do hope. Yeah, rising, rising tides lift all ships. Um, and like I said, the, the consumer, at the end of the day, the, the merchants, the buyers that decide what products end up on the website, um, that's really where all that power emanates from. We, you know, if people aren't buying our products, we won't make them. It's that simple. Um, we need to have that demand. And so that's, that's our hope at Edelred, um, that we start to bring awareness to this Climb Green campaign. We couldn't buy be more them. excited. Buy the products. That's right. We couldn't be more excited to have uh, Trip, Nick, you guys. Your whole organization is fired up about it. We've had multiple meetings over the last few months. Um, your whole organization is fired up, and so we are too. And uh, we'll look forward to doing this together. Well Great. done. Thank Absolutely. you. Yep. Keep it up, guys. Yeah, awesome, thank you guys. guys. Thank you.